Welcome to the Marketing Mixtape Podcast, hosted by me, Brittany Winfield of The Winfield Creative. And on this episode, I'm going to be joined by Jessica Sheehy of Social Savvy HQ. Jess and I will be talking about making Canva work for you and not you work for Canva. Cheers to that. Be sure to like and subscribe so we can reach more listeners just like you. And if you have any burning marketing questions that you want answered by the professionals, be sure to submit them at speakpipe.com slash marketing mixtape. Let's go. And here's Jess now. Hey. Hey, Brittany. How are you? Hi. It's so good to see you again. I am so excited for this live with you because we are going to get some burning questions answered for folks about how to make Canva work for them. So yeah. why don't you start off by addressing who you are and how we got connected? Yeah, absolutely. So if we have never met before, my name is Jessica. I'm the founder of Social Savvy and the Social Savvy Collective. I started this business in 2018 as a solopreneur, and now we're an agency serving clients across various industries in social media management. And we primarily focus on organic content strategies, and you can believe that Canva is that one tab that is always open on all of our computers, on our iPads, on our <laughs> iPhones. So I'm really excited to dive into into this conversation and chat all things how myself and how Brittany uses Canva and really just answer all of your questions. Yes, I love that. And as a social media mentor, I totally agree. I always have Canva up, always. And it feels like there's so many tabs open and half of the tabs in my brain are also Canva related. Um, nothing excites me more than getting those emails. I don't know about you where it's like, you've created your thousandth design. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's so fun. But wow, that's a lot of uh, files that probably need to be organized in Canva. Mm -hmm. So one of the things we will be talking about in this live is how to reduce overwhelm and especially with organization. Um, and I'm just so excited to start this conversation. If you've never met me before or the Winfield Creative, um, hi, I'm Brittany Winfield. I'm a social media mentor and speaker. I'm Vermont-based, so we're on the East Coast here today. And I primarily work with coaches and um, offering them different consultation strategies in order to attract their dream clients, increase their lead generation without spending as much time on social media than they probably are right now. So that's a little bit about me. And um, if uh, you are just joining us, make sure you put your comments in your questions in the comments section down below so we can answer them in a little bit. But why don't we start off by talking about what are some of the ways that we as marketing professionals use Canva in our everyday lives? Yeah, so I'll take this away with starting off that I love Canva for so much more than social media content. And I'm sure Brittany and I can probably agree on the same thing on that. But I love Canva for all of its features for first and foremost, for keeping a brand identity for my own business clear and on the same page. So for a long time, I was a solopreneur and I was the only person creating content for social savvy and for my clients. When I started to slowly grow my team, my biggest fear, and I'll say fear, was how am I going to have my brand be consistent across everything that I create, not only for Instagram stories, Instagram carousels, but email banners, maybe a graphic on my website, maybe an event cover on Facebook, so many different things that you can make in Canva. But having one spot that organizes everything for my brand was really, really important to me with 
colors, fonts, logos, but even going beyond that into storing content that I use often in terms of repurposing content for social media. I know Brittany and I are on the same page with wanting to always be intentional with the content we're using. We don't need to recreate things from the wheel every single time we can repurpose with purpose. And so Canva makes all of that really easy. So I love it for branding consistency. I love it for creating content, but I also love it as a place to just be creative. I know that seems really simple, but I love to create like wallpapers for my phone. I love to create, you know, backgrounds, like vision boards. So many different things can be made in Canva. And I think it really helps us step back into that creativity that I know we all love as marketers and content creators. What about you, Brittany? Oh my gosh, so many aligned different reasons why I love using it. One, I'm a solopreneur, I do everything myself. So um, being able to just have the accessibility on the desktop and then flip really quickly to the mobile app is also a huge benefit for me. I'm always on the go, going to different ne networking events and stuff like that. So being able to just make small tweaks um, as needed and still be able to provide people that I meet on the go with resources that are branded to the Winfield Creative is an amazing benefit. Um, you said already consistency. I think that is a keyword when it comes to marketing. So we think about like, why do radio jingles get stuck in our head and we remember them for years? Marketing consistency is so important when it comes to your branding, when it comes to your content design, and especially if you do have a growing team, being able to put I don't want to say templates, but put um, kind of like branding templates in their hands that are already uh, done by the business owner. It really helps train the expanded team to really understand your voice and make it work for the business, even if you as a solopreneur now expanding is not the one maybe doing more of the graphic design work. And it's so easy to collaborate on Canva, being able to share it with uh, different partners and uh, community members, it is uh, critical. I mentioned that I also do public speaking and motivational speaking. So I make sure I even brand the presentations that I do, which not a lot of businesses are doing right now. Um, and that is probably one of the best comments and compliments that people give me is, wow, like, your branding is so consistent where if somebody just sees my presentation replay, they have the assimilation of, oh, this is from the Winfield Creative. Like she's used that squiggle or that element before. Um, so when we're thinking about the psychology of branding, it's so important to remember that consistency is key across all the elements of your business. And content design is not the only one, but uh, Canva allows you to carry that along with your content, with your even designing like print materials. They have that option now. Business cards, you said email signatures. You can really reduce the workload for you by using a platform like Canva. And personally, that's one of my favorite benefits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I love that you mentioned presentations because I know that so many people are probably really quick to go to PowerPoint or Keynote to create their presentation, but you can really create an 
awesome slideshow and deck inside of Canva. No matter if you're speaking on stage like Brittany, maybe you're doing a presentation to a potential new client, mm -hmm. you can share your screen on Zoom, showcase that really beautiful presentation. And it's a really awesome thing. I wanted to share one thing that you might actually have this, Brittany, because I know you do a lot of networking. But if you use Canva for anything, create a digital business card for yourself. Yep. I have a wallpaper <laughs> that I'll go to if I'm out and about or if someone says, hey, like, tell me more about your business or what do you do or can I connect with you? And I don't know about you guys, but I have a little bit of a longer business name. My domain is a little bit longer. It's really clear, but there's a couple of letters. It's a .co, not .com. And I get that question all the time. And there's a lot of confusion with that. So I have a wallpaper in the background. I use uh, one of my brand colors. I put a couple of my fun like logos and icons on it. And then right in the middle is a QR code. You can do it right in Canva and you can link to whatever you want. I link straight to my website because I know that's going to have the most updated information. It's going to have my email. It's going to be linked to all of my socials. And it's just a really easy thing you can make to always have something that's branded and right there at your fingertips. So have that be the first thing you make in Canva or the next thing that you make after you're done listening to our live. Yes. And I kind of think of digital business cards and email signatures too. It is so easy instead of just, I use Gmail, a lot of entrepreneurs use Gmail and being able to really stand out at the end of your um, email signature. And one of the things that I actually do, this is how you can kind of cross promote between Canva and your email marketing is I created a PDF of different services or learn more, just something that is a little bit more personalized and you can link once you have your digital uh, email signature, you can link it back to that Canva PDF. So if somebody clicks on your photo or the quick information on your email signature, um, I have something that says like, click here if you wanna learn more. If they click that, it goes right to Canva with more information. Same thing if you have your website up and running, you can start to make these connections between other entities of your marketing plan, which I love, it makes it so much easier. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. And Brittany, I love that we're 10 minutes in and we're really mm -hmm. highlighting so many things that you can yeah. do and we haven't even gotten to social media I content know. yet. I think that's oh, awesome. There's <laughs> so much. Yeah. Yeah. So really sticking with the theme of overwhelm. So we really just talked about how can you use it as a one-stop shop for your marketing plan? Let's let's jump into talking about more content and design overwhelm because these are areas where we both provide these services for our clients and our audiences. Um, so before we get into the conversation, if you have any specific questions, burning questions about designing with Canva, please make sure you put them in the comments below and we'll make sure we address them throughout. So how do you use Canva templates, especially for reducing overwhelm or providing them for your clients? Yeah. So I, I have kind of uh, two parts to this question because when I think of myself as a creator and it could just be my experience with graphic design, but I actually use Canva templates, blank templates for mm -hmm. clients. I like to just have Canva's blank Instagram square post, Instagram portrait, maybe an Instagram story or Instagram real size. That way I can really start from scratch and I start from scratch 
And then I go explore. I probably already have, if I'm in Canva, I probably already have a really good idea of all of the content I'm going to create for that month. Now I'm just needing to go to find the best elements that can complement either my brand or my client's brand. So Canva has thousands and thousands. I don't even know. Is it hundreds of thousands oh, yeah. of templates? Probably. Probably, probably at this point. <laughs> probably up there. And I think they're always adding in more, which is really great. So if I'm ever creating something and I need something specific, like for example, like with Q4 in the holidays, I'm needing all of the glitz and the gold <laughs> of the holidays and anything like that. Show me things that look like presents. Show me things that look yeah. like, um, no you know, flakes, fun. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Give me all of the cozy holiday vibes and content. That's where I'll go and I'll look through Canva's template library for specific things around that. Now, I always search Canva templates based on design element. I'm not really a fan of searching because we do in our agency, we work with clients in various industries. So we have interior designers, but we have health coaches. And so that's two completely different industries. And I, for our client who's a health coach, I'm not going to search health coach and Canvas templates because I know all of the maybe first 25 templates are probably templates that have been used by so many other health coaches in the industry. So I want to immediately avoid that. I also don't even want to use them to update the colors or the fonts or anything like that. I don't want to use anything from those <laughs> templates, to be honest. So I think if you're either having some issues with finding the best templates for your business in Canva, or you're feeling overwhelmed, search by the specific vibe of your content. So is it a giveaway? Is it a promotion? Is it holiday? Is it educational? You can put in all of these keywords. Canva has a great search feature. So start by that and bring those elements into your blank designs. And I know we'll keep kind of going deeper in that, but that is my favorite way for using templates. I'd love to hear your um, experience on that, Brittany. Same here. So with, uh, you kind of touched on it. So I call it like the reason why you're using Canva. So sometimes I look for design elements. So if I know that I am promoting a webinar, let's just say for a client that they want their photo in it, you know, I'm not going to select a template that is text only where where, you know, for a different reason for a social media post, maybe a really big attractive text that is the hook is more of the strategy we're going towards. So just how you said with the design elements, same thing here, um, looking for the specific reason that we are trying to promote whatever we're trying to promote. So if it's a webinar, if it is a um, an Instagram Reels uh, cover photo, that's even a different approach um, because of the size differences and having to, um, you know, adjust it for the grid. It's really utilizing search engine optimization, which we hear a lot related to Google, but keeping in mind that Canva has its own search algorithm, so to say. So when we're really thinking about creating content with intention and being more intentional about finding Canva templates, thinking about what are some of these keywords for items that we're looking for. So you mentioned, you know, winter themed, holiday themed, um, but thinking a little bit outside of the box where what is the reason why we might be using this and, you know, how, how can we use words to describe? And um, we're going to talk about this, but Canva has really beefed up their uh, AI features. 
So I don't know if people have recognized, but they actually have expanded their Canva searches for both templates and elements to say, instead of give me a word related to it, it's asking you to describe what you're trying to make. And I think that has really changed the game for people in the last month or so when they started rolling that out. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Uh, I love that you brought that up because I think that's such a great way that Canva is really innovating and staying on top because AI is probably the biggest buzzword in the marketing world in 2023 and it's probably going to follow with us into 2024 as well and so it has really opened up the door to really helping you think in particularly how do I search for something inside of Canva. And I think the great part about Canva's AI features is it's kind of not limited to just one thing. They have AI on so many different aspects of their platform that really helps us become great content creators. Even if you're listening to this or watching this live and you're like, I'm not even a social media marketer like the two of you. I'm just a coach or I'm just a business owner creating content for my brand. I think Canva's integration of AI has really opened the doors to giving more opportunity to get specific with what you're searching for inside of Canva. And then of course, beyond into, you know, now I have this great Instagram post. How do I resize it into something different with Canva's magic switch? How do I, you know, generate some text in this text box, in this design and in this, um, in this doc that I'm working inside of in Canva. And so I think that's really a great way to, I think it's really keeping more creators in Canva. And I know we joked at the start of the live mm -hmm. that we're in Canva all day long, but it really helps us stay in there and not having to switch and pay for other apps and tools to be able to integrate all of these new AI features. Absolutely. And while we're talking about how to reduce uh, overwhelm with content creation, you talked about Magic Switch. So Magic Switch, for those who have not played around with it, it is a feature in Canva that allows you to create a design of content at a certain size, and then you can switch it in order to fit other size requirements for other platforms. So you can turn a post from Instagram into a cover event cover post for a uh, Facebook event. So that's just one example of how to use it. But one of the even more in-depth features of Magic Switch that they just recently introduced is taking all the copy on your post and putting it into a blog post, putting it into a summary, which I don't know if you've explored that for caption writing, but have you and what do you think about it i have not yet it's one of those features that we as a team are really tiptoeing around using yeah. ai for copywriting for a couple of different reasons but i love that it's in canva because to me it eliminates the need for other tools that might not be the best and canva is a great company and they're putting out great tools that we can use as content creators so i think any feature that is inside of Canva, I think we all should be using them, especially if you are one of those people who has ever said, I don't know what to write for a caption. I go to write a blog post and I'm stuck staring at that blinking cursor over and over again. It's haunting me. What do I write? I think it's a really awesome feature to really implement. But have you been able to use it yet in your business, Brittany? Yes. So I have experimented with it. I've gone back and forth between, okay, it's really for me knowing which 
post would be most ideal to use it. Um, so for me, it's a lot of carousels, multi-slide posts that it's um, six ways to six hooks to use for your next Instagram post. So that would be the first slide because that's the attention grabber, a little bit of a summary on slide number two, and then the different reasons on slides three through however many, um, with the call to action being the last slide. So now that there's all these pieces of copy on different slides, I have been using it and testing it out to put together that caption, just so I don't have to copy and paste it and put it into the different, um, you know, sections that it's supposed to be in. I, of course, you know, edit it because it's just a draft. We're testing that out. You know, AI should not be the end all be all of your captions because it still needs to include your voice. But as far as being able to piece together the caption, I think it's really helpful for people like me where I'm just a team of one trying to get it onto my calendar, onto my scheduler and out into the world. Um, it's cut some corners for me that has been really helpful but again, I wouldn't use it for an end-all be-all. I wouldn't really use it to write a blog post either, um, but being able to experiment with it and also providing the company with, with feedback is really important because that's how um, they're gonna be able to create more tools and elevate the tools that they're coming out with now for the people that are using it, which really helps the company one, get the feedback that they need to make it better, but also to get it out there faster. Yeah, I love that. Well, that's really awesome. Mm -hmm. I think the best part about AI is it can take those things that we're already doing repetitively that we are going to do, like you said, taking that copy, copying it off of each carousel, putting it in your caption template and doing that. So I think anything that can really speed up the process and ultimately give us more time back is going to just be the best thing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So we talked about some content and designing it, making it work for you with elements of uh, Canva and uh, talking about magic switch and resizing. So once people start to create more designs, let's talk about overwhelm related to organization in Canva because I'm guilty of it. Uh, I'm always creating content. I was just saying that I'm up to like a thousand, almost 2000 designs by now. Um, and I've just got things everywhere. <laughs> so how can people really take uh, their different designs and be able to organize themselves with it? Yeah, so I think it's about being really clear from creating. And even if you're thinking to myself, oh, no, I'm sitting here, I have 50 designs, maybe I have 250, maybe you're like Brittany and I are in, are in the thousands. But start now with really any new design you create get really clear on organizing it in two ways. Use Canvas folders and be really intentional with how you name the design. So yeah. depending on a few different things about the post, I love to organize folders in Canva. I like to really start broad. So I like to do it by year. So create one now for 2024, get one now for all of your 2023 designs, do it by quarters. And then inside of each of the quarters that you have so q1 q2 q3 q4 get a little bit more specific at this point with the content so depending on how much content you create i think could be the best way that you can do it so are you on a lot of platforms organized by platform are you just on instagram and if you're just on instagram i would organize by content type so posts reels stories 
And then I would also do the next step depending on what you use social media for. So I like to think about it in the way of, are, is this piece of content selling, non-selling? Is it promotional, non-promotional? That way, if you are ever repurposing and you're needing to fill in various content pillars throughout the month, and some of those are promotional and some are non-promotional, pulling in that content in that way is just a really good way of organizing everything. And then organizing everything by the title of that design in Canva. So I like, and we do this as a team as well, anything that we're creating, if we're creating stories for the month of December, we'll probably use it all on one um, design. We actually, depending on how much content we're producing, we probably are doing it by the quarter. So we have Q4 Instagram stories. We put the handle at social savvy HQ and that way everything is organized from there. So get clear on the specific dates, the content type. And then if you also want to get a little bit clearer, if it's promotional, maybe it's for a launch, maybe it's a new product or a new service that you offer, get clear as that last third thing that you put in the title. So now when you go to search Canva, you can actually find things in all of your designs. Yes, that is such a good system. I do something similar. I don't do by year, actually. That might be <laughs> um, an idealistic one for the future. Uh, being able to do it by content topic is really posts about caption writing, posts about uh, grid branding, posts about reels. Being able to organize it by topic is how Personally, I've been able to set up a system that if I am looking to repurpose talking about reels, I have a specific folder that I can pull from those designs um, and within them is the size requirements. So Instagram, Facebook, all, all the different sizes required for all the different channels and be able to repurpose with intent. And yeah, it's really made the system great. Have you discovered, uh, my? this is my new favorite feature, by the way. So there is that question coming up um, in our rapid fire, but uh, they just launched course organization. So you can actually create the title of a course that you, maybe you are hosting a webinar, or if you're like me, who I sell different toolkits on my website, uh, being able to organize based on the course you are creating, then you can create the presentation slide templates. Then you can create, you could put the Instagram posts, the promotional posts uh, in that folder itself. It's a game changer for course creators. Yeah. Yeah, so it's so funny you brought this up because this is actually the feature that I was going to talk about. Oh because we have, we just launched a course for social media managers. And I want to say in, so it's been really great for, because the way that we do our course launch, we live launch. Mm -hmm. So we'll have modules release with all the resources yeah. and then we'll, we'll kind of do it live over the course of five weeks. And so that's the same method that we did for our other Instagram course in 2021. And that course is a little outdated in terms of, of Instagram has changed so much <laughs> since 2021. So we're really upgrading that to be more up to date with 2024 and beyond. And it's also really old branding. So I actually have been spending time really reorganizing a lot of things. And it's been so nice to see everything in Canva and to have their own spots for like this presentation and like what we'll do for 
like the soft launch of the rebrand of the course. So it's such a great way. And I think it really puts a, a big emphasis on monetizing your content as a business owner, because people using Canva are probably selling something online. If it's not a product or a service or a course, they're selling themselves. So I love this new feature and it makes me so excited to see where Canva will keep going with this feature um, and anything else that they might add on in the future for, you know, monetization and just, you know, selling digital products. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, I, I agree that I think the strides that both Instagram and Canva have made since we've been able to see this, you know, boom in creators and social media managers over the past two years as people are leaving jobs and for whatever reason starting this business, um, we have seen strides from these platforms and Canva it's very evident that Canva is focusing more on this online education business, which is set to grow exponentially in the next few years. So as you know, two people that do create webinars, it is really exciting to see and um, be able to make it a reality for other solopreneurs and other uh, people that have knowledge to monetize, but also impact others, but they may not necessarily know where to start. And Canva gives them that option to really get the ground working for their coaching business and their creation business. Yeah, absolutely. And I know, I'm sure you've used other <clears throat> platforms in the past for hosting courses, and there's so many, and they're always will keep popping up. Yeah. But they all have different features in terms of, you know, presenting course materials. And then you think about it, well, okay, now I have this course portal and everything, but how do I actually create the course? <clears throat> and if you're already creating social media content in Canva, it just makes so much more sense to create it inside of there. And like Brittany mentioned at the top of the live, she uses it for presentations. So whether you're speaking on a stage or giving a slide deck to a potential new client you're going to work with, maybe your group coaching, but if you are also doing a course, then it really opens the doors for a really professional looking course to share, you know, your information, your expertise with your audience. So I think it's a really awesome feature. Yes. And um, being able to record over your presentations, it has saved me an exponential amount of time being able to create slides that are branded creates the messaging of whatever, you know, needs to be taught to somebody else and to have the option to record it right over the slides. It's for me, somebody like me, it's a lot easier than looking into a webcam straight, straight into a, like a floating head situation. Um, it is so much easier for somebody like me to go through the slides. One, it gives your, your, course providers or your course watchers uh, a visual to you know watch alongside your conversation but also as the course creator it allows you to really um, put the focus on the education rather than you as the coach and it's also you know I mentioned saving time so if there was ever a time I wasn't able to have a full room of people being able to record it and send it out to people in the form of a replay. It works wonders. So the fact that Canva even has a recording studio, mm -hmm. also one of my favorite features to use. 
Yeah, absolutely. I love I love being able to have a dedicated space to present, yeah. but also another space to have like my notes, like your yes. speaker notes, anything like mm -hmm. that. It's so nice to have that in the bottom <clears throat> of the screen. So that way I don't need a Google Doc and then I need my presentation. Mm -hmm. I can just go right in and it keeps me in the flow of talking. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you want to address some rapid fire questions that we got? We have been submitting, uh, asking people to submit questions. So if you're just joining us on live, make sure you put your uh, questions, your bur burning Canva related questions <laughs> in the comments, and we will make sure that we get to them. So the first question that we have is, can I use pre-made Canva templates for my social media clients? How about you take that one? for your yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I love this. And so kind of what I mentioned at the top of our live, I, yes and no, I really, you can use these templates that are available on Canva's marketplace, which I say marketplace, but it's just, it's open. <laughs> if you have the Canva account to access them, you can absolutely use them. But I want to caution, caution you on using them because it's really important as a creator to help yourself stand out. And I really think a way that we stand out as creators is our own uniqueness that we bring to our designs and working with clients. And if you look at any Instagram account, and maybe you look at an account for a big brand that you love to follow, they're huge, they do a lot of advertising. Maybe you look at their account and you see there's a lot of different styles we'll say styles in, the, yeah. in a nice way on the different vibes <laughs> right right a lot of different styles a lot of different vibes you're trying to figure out what's going on here maybe their marketing department and graphic design department aren't really playing nice but yeah. you can really tell when things are created by different people and so the reason I bring that up is I think if you're using a lot of pre-made templates either from other creators because you can buy them off um, you know, Etsy, Creative Market, there's so many marketplaces, people can sell them independently, but you can also access them on Canva directly. It really is going to bring in so many other people's styles into your designs. So that's where I think if you're creating content for clients, I know it seems daunting, especially if graphic design is not your background, it's okay. Yeah. Start from the blank template. Yeah. I know it seems scary, but it's so much easier to start from a blank template and build on it with different brand elements, different elements from different templates, bring them into their own unique template for your client or for your account. And that way you can create your own style for your client. The other thing that I think is important for that, like I mentioned, we work with a lot of different clients and a lot of different industries. I know some social media managers are really niche down. So maybe you're really niche down into health and fitness coaches. Now they might have different service offerings, but they might be really similar in their branding and their clientele. And so if you're kind of creating off similar templates for the same industry, you might you know, find yourself subconsciously creating a lot of similar content mm -hmm. for your clients, just because there's a lot of other similarities that pop up. So I would say don't pull or buy or purchase templates 
for your clients, but pull in different elements from various templates that either you buy or on Canva and start from that blank template and build out your own template packs for clients. That's actually one of the first things that we do when we work with clients is we build their own templates. It helps us get a really quick understanding of their branding. It helps us really speed up our onboarding process. And it's honestly kind of fun just <laughs> to build a lot of content from scratch. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I work a few, with a few, uh, you know, solopreneurs running and designing their Canva templates as well. And to be able to just let your creativity flow, whatever that looks like, you can always edit it down. But when you start with a template, it almost is, you know, you don't want to change too much. You don't want to just start hitting that delete button. And that could get into kind of a sticky situation where your client's voice may not be represented. You might be missing some elements that they want to include. So I absolutely agree with being able to just let your creativity roll with a blank slate and see what you come up with and mm -hmm. you can always pull in elements as you mentioned before from other templates and use them as inspiration but not being able to just you know change one color and then um put it out there i actually was uh on facebook not too long ago and saw somebody's paid ad that was a canva design that was one of the most used canva designs and i'm like immediately recognized where it came from and i was like mm -hmm. I, I just, to me, it doesn't, it doesn't feel authentic to what the person was trying to sell. So that's another thing to consider as well is, is it authentic to your client and the audience that they are trying to reach as well? Or is it just a quick solution to getting a post out there just to get a post out there? So that's another thing to keep in mind as well is, is authenticity when it comes to the client's brand and voice. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, really, really good. And even if you're not able to catch that template, like Brittany could catch just from seeing <laughs> it, you'll probably notice too, if you're, you know, if you're being targeted that ad or you follow creators in that industry, you might be wondering like, Hmm, who, who actually owns this branding and who can I really like attribute this to? And it can really create a lot of confusion. So that is really, really disheartening that that was an ad because unfortunately that's probably going to really affect their, you know, their results from that ad campaign. And it's going to turn into, Oh, you know, whose fault is it? Where do we place the blame when ultimately it just, all comes down to a lack of authenticity and branding and the creative. Yeah, exactly. Let's talk about um, what our favorite features are in Canva because that was another burning question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I, there are so many features that I love that are super, super simple. And the reason I love these features and want to highlight them is because I feel like I never see them either being used or it could just be that sometimes I'm a little particular when it comes to design. <laughs> so a few really quick features that I love that again are super simple. Maybe you've used them. Maybe you use them a lot. Maybe you've never even heard of them, but don't be afraid to elevate your designs in Canva. And this is something that I feel like no matter if we are Maybe you are crunched for time and you are just changing a couple of colors and fonts and design elements on a template. Maybe you are starting from scratch, but 
always, it's always in the back of my head, how can I really elevate this design to be really in tune with the client's branding or even our own social savvy branding? So a few things that I really love that will immediately change it. And they're so simple. They're really not groundbreaking things at all. What effects can I add to the text on the templates or on the Canva designs? And one thing that's also kind of a small thing but when i think of branding i think about in the visual aspects of it i think about these little things so there's actually a few effects in canva like glow and shadow and outline and actually a few of those effects we actually have on our do not use on our branding for our own brand because they just don't really fit the vibe of the social savvy brand but there are a couple that we do use often that really just step up our graphics and make them look really, really good. Like I want these graphics to feel like they were created in Adobe and someone spent hours and hours when in reality, we probably spent 15 minutes creating it inside of Canva. <laughs> so don't be afraid to use any of the simple effects on text. Don't be afraid to use any simple effects on photos. So any of the photo editing features, I know there for a while there was all of these videos circulating YouTube and TikTok and Instagram with Canva hack number 777 that you need to know. Well, I think Canva has actually done a great job of watching those. I think their product development team is really good at implementing <laughs> those hacks because different things like adding in shadows, adding in outlines, adding in so many different things to a photo, to something on your design is what's really going to elevate it to the next step. So these aren't super, super groundbreaking, but they are so important. And my last one is again, not groundbreaking at all, but I feel it's so often overlooked because again, this is probably just my own inner critic coming out, but use Canva's alignment and spacing oh my features. Yes. It is, it's so, <laughs> it's so, so small. If there is one thing that you're looking at your design and you're just not sure if this is it um, and if something feels off, it's probably, and I know we could probably do a whole live on like basic uh, graphic design, you know, best practices and must do's and do not do, <laughs> but um, do, you know, align all of the elements. So it's really easy to, Canva makes it super easy. You can add the grid lines on, which I personally love to design in that because I just, again, I need everything to be super centered. You can <laughs> easily align things if you have, you know, 10 tips for, you know, showing up on Instagram stories, maybe you have 10 different text boxes, you can quickly select all of them, align them. So they're all tidy. Yes. I think it's actually called tidy, tidy up. up. Yep, yes. yep, I love it. Here's yes. the thing though, like you could just put the beginning and the end one, like number one and number 10, mm -hmm. hit all of them and then hit tiny, tidy up and it'll do the work for you. Yep. I love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so super, these are three super, super simple things, but they will instantly just boost the overall look of your content and you'll immediately upgrade yourself to graphic design pro for being able to create content that looks really good. And it is so cliche, but it is going to be the thing that stops the scroll on Instagram, on Facebook, because someone's going to see something and it's just going to look visually appealing. So those are all really simple, but they all kind of go back to those old school graphic design best practices that are super important. But I would love to hear what are your favorite feature or features, Brittany? 
So I really want to highlight two of them. Um, one of the number one, I don't want to say complaints, but misconceptions that I hear from clients is I need to have a great camera, a great video, like just really great technology or else my branding, my photography on Instagram is not going to do well. And I would like to put a squash to that misconception. The majority of us have iPhones and Androids in our pockets with really good cameras. And Canva has two amazing features that saves you time in the photo editing and allows you to elevate and more personally create uh, designs that do have you as coach. So solo coaches are my demographic, I should say that, that as a solo coach, people are looking at your content to develop a relationship with you. And so the two features are magic eraser and background remover. Background remover is so like, I can't tell you how many times I'll take a photo in my bathroom here, right behind my wall. I don't have doors on my closets and my towels are always a disaster. <laughs> so what I do it, but the light in the bathroom is incredible. So what I do and I recommend trying this out on your next Canva design is take your phone into the best lighting in your home. It's probably the bathroom lighting if you have white lights and not like yellow fluorescence and take a selfie, take a photo where you feel good. Maybe you're in a power pose and upload that photo into Canva and try out the background remover. Now it's not perfect, but it will most of the time take a really great outline of you in your silhouette and you can crop it if you want put them and now your uh headshot is in a circle or a square um and try to implement those elements into your design because that allows your photo without all the stuff behind you like you should be the center of that photo so removing the background and people not being distracted by all the other things in it is super important and also if you are using the frame element to layer underneath your photo that you remove the background of so you could just duplicate the circle and then remove the photo have a color that's within your color scheme behind you make sure it doesn't like you know you are still the forefront of it, but uh, with the color contrasting, but this is a hack that I love to use because the best place in my house is the bathroom. It may also be in front of a natural light window. So a window where the sun's coming through, you want to make sure that you are taking the photo with the light in front of your face. So you're not a dark shadow, but you can use the background remover to get rid of your background and then still put that photo into your design concepts. So you don't need to hire a photographer every single time you want to create a content design with you and your photo in it. Um, so that's my number one. And then kind of on the same page, magic eraser. So if you have a blemish or, you know, you're dealing with dry skin in the winter time, one of my favorite things, once I look at that photo and I'm editing it in Canva is you could take your magic eraser and remove different elements. You can also remove elements that are like things in the photo. So, if the background remover accidentally grabs like your computer mouse and you don't want it in the photo or a sign behind you, you can use the magic eraser to really quickly get rid of it. And it just brings your photography from, oh, this is clearly just a quick selfie in the bathroom to, oh, 
she looks great in this photo and you can use that and start to implement those um, personalized branding photos into your content as well and your design. Yeah, I love those. And I love that you talked about those two in particular because I probably mm -hmm. use those every single day when yeah. I'm creating something in Canva. And have you seen that feature? I believe it's in the same settings in Canva where you can um, grab text from a photo and pull it out. I, is yeah. it called text grab? I feel like I need to I know. So. These. It's so second nature to click every single thing in Canva. <laughs> so I'm like, what are the names of this? But um, we recently did a content shoot for a client and a lot of the um, creatives that we were taking were gift boxes with different names on it. And so that is obviously confidential information. So you can, of course, you know, do some try to like pull it out and different things. But Canva's newest feature to just grab the text was like, this was made for this exact moment. So yes. I'm sure if you were taking photos, like maybe if you were outside or taking it maybe in like a, a coffee shop or a place of business, maybe they have a lot of text like on their signs or on their walls. So it's a really simple feature, but it can immediately make your content look just so much cleaner and on brand. Yes, I love Love that. I love all these, you know, we're talking about make Canva work for you. And especially as solo business owners, maybe we don't have a ton of money right now with the holidays to invest in the elements of our marketing for working on our business rather than in our business. These are just such important elements to keep in mind, different features to keep in mind to save you time and save you effort and to really still be able to bring your content to the next level using Canva and your overall marketing plan. We did have a question in the comments. Um, thank you, Megan, for submitting it. Um, Megan says, any other Canva-related videos? They're in the learning process. I know you have a few resources. The Winfield Creative has a few resources. Why don't you talk about that and um, hopefully you can mention your Facebook group as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So thank you so much, Megan, for asking this question. And so I would definitely want to direct you to our Facebook community. It's 100% free. Just search Social Savvy Collective in the search bar on Facebook and you'll be able to be taken right to it. We have so many different videos inside of our resources in there. And we also have a couple of guides which is really helpful. How to's and so one of them in particular that's in there is about having a great brand consistency on canva which kind of goes into my favorite things about using canva to make it work for you so definitely want to send you that way to just go join the group we would love to welcome you in and also to access that guide to really get a couple of you know how to's with branding and just using canva for your business yes um and Megan, I'll privately DM you the link to Jess's Facebook group as well. So that way you have it in your inbox. Um, any other related videos? There's, of course, YouTube as well. Canva also has a pretty good resource site at the Winfield Creative. I'm actually creating a toolkit. I did a Canva 101 very fundamental basics webinar that I'm turning into a toolkit. Um, so I'll send uh, that information to you as well, Megan. But that's exciting for both of us to have resources to provide to local entrepreneurs and smaller entrepreneurs that need a little bit more personalized guidance and assistance with that. So yeah, thank you, Megan. Check your DMs after we go off of this live. I'll be messaging you. Um, and that is, oh, we had two more questions. That's right. Uh, you have time, right? Yes. Are you? Yes. Okay, cool. I do. Yep. Let's yeah, keep going. awesome. Uh, so 
Harmony in the Social Savvy Facebook group asks two questions. Uh, how do you make your content stand out even though there's so many Canva templates now? We did kind of address that. Um, so let's, if you have any uh, additional information. And then she also said, um, uh, do, 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 do. Oh, what's your favorite Canva feature? So we did touch upon that. <laughs> any other insights as far as Harmony's question? questions go? Yeah, so I really want to say and I, you know, quick disclaimer, I'm a social media marketer. I'm not a branding strategist, branding <laughs> expert, but I want to say one thing that can make your content and everything you create in Canva stand out is create or invest in a brand. And I'm super transparent that I started my business in 2018. I did not invest in branding until 20 22. So yeah, last year <laughs> to like think yeah. really quickly how long it's been. I had a brand that I created in Canva. It was consistent in terms of, you know, I think there was three or four colors. I stuck to, you know, two pretty fonts, you know, a main font for my logo an accent font, and then a really simple font for like body text and, you know, everything that I would create. And I had a couple of logos that I would share, but it always felt like it was just never consistent. And so we invested in branding last year. And I have to say, it's probably my favorite investment ever, mm -hmm. because it's something that we create content all day long. It's on the website. It's on the email signature that I have. It's on, you know, part of like my headshot. There's so many different elements. So even if you find that you're not in a position to invest in your branding at this moment, really create a simple brand and put it in Canva's brand hub and stick to it. I think that's going to be the one way that your, your content will stand out across the board. So don't feel like you need to pick a ton of colors, a ton of fonts, a ton of logos, anything like that. I would say stick to two or three fonts, two or three colors. You'll create a really quick brand just with those two things alone yeah. and carry that into every content you create in Canva. But carry that to other things too. Like, do you share Google Docs with your clients? add those colors into the fonts on your Google Docs. You know, are you using the Instagram stories? Um, you know, are you sharing Instagram stories a lot? Download a screenshot of your brand colors in your brand hub and use the little color finder tool on Instagram stories and boom, instantly you can have your brand colors on your story. So stick to your branding and create a real consistent brand strategy. And that's how your content will, I think, stand up apart with other with other templates that are out there but i would love to hear if you have any other final thoughts or things to add on that too Brittany. absolutely so there's a reason why we have branding is the guide that really guides the other channels even as somebody who prides herself in the fashion world in vermont also i use my color palette to guide the clothes i buy for the speeches that I do, the you know, all the things that when people recognize, oh, she's wearing the powder blue, that's in her color palette. Um, so it's not just with your content, you can really start to like marry the personal and the business, especially for solopreneurs where it's a it's a bleeding line between business and personal. Um, and with the coaches that I work with as well, you know, we bring elements of our personal lives into our business and vice versa. 
With the branding elements, one thing to note is Canva also is a great place to start vision boarding. So when I first started the business, the, one of the first things besides filing my LLC was getting a Canva account and investing in a pro account. And Canva does have vision boards that you can use to try different colors, like play around with it, pull different stock photos from the elements of Canva to really build out your content, your brand vision board if you are doing it yourself. Now, if you do have the monetary funds to hire a branding guru, a graphic designer, somebody that really focuses on logo design, it is such a worthwhile investment. But if you are starting your own business, maybe it's your side hustle for now, utilize Canva. And then as you mentioned, uh, bring it into your brand guide, your brand kit, so that way you are bringing all of those pieces together and you could just really quickly select them on your Canva designs. And I do the same thing. I actually have a few templates that I made in Canva for Instagram stories that I use the color dropper as well. So it's really funny you mentioned that. And I do want to give a quick plug. So the Winfield Creative, uh, we provide a free ebook. It's called uh, leading or sorry, it's called your golden guide to transforming your social media channel into a lead generating machine. And the first few pages is all clarity exercises and teaches you how to select a few colors so that way you can create this in Canva and really get your brand going. So make sure you visit the winfieldcreative.com and it's at the bottom. You can download the ebook and you actually have it done for you in an exercise fashion. It allows you to go step by step and create a brand that works for you so then you can run with your content. So thanks for mentioning that. I <laughs> Love plugging the ebook, worked really hard on it, and I'm never writing a book again. So <laughs> <laughs> I love it. If you are hearing it now, go download it so Brittany can have that. Yeah. More people see it, but I love yeah. that. Yeah. Awesome. Are there any final thoughts? We went through all the questions that we had. Thank you to everybody who did submit questions and who watched live. We had a few followers and uh, people popping in and out of our live today. Any final thoughts from you, Jess? No, I don't think so. I think we covered so many good things. I just want to also say, I'm sure same for Brittany. If you guys are watching or listening to this um, after the fact, if you have any other follow-up questions or if anything is keeping you stuck on Canva, my DMs are always open at Social Savvy HQ. And I know the same goes for Brittany as yeah. well. So I really appreciate you all for listening to this. And I hope you had some really good golden takeaways from it. And please don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions following this, um, this live. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, thank you to everybody who listened today. Thank you, Jess, and the social savvy team for being so amazing. I know I find value in your Facebook group as well. Uh, so join that as well and follow along with Social Savvy HQ, Social Savvy Collective, and the Winfield Creative all on Instagram. Awesome. Thanks, Brittany. Thanks so yeah. much for having me. Of course. Have a great afternoon. <laughs> you too. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me, Brittany Winfield, on this episode of Marketing Mixtape Podcast featuring Jessica Sheehy of Social Savvy HQ. Did you know that these episodes are recorded in front of a live Instagram audience? Because that's something we can do in 2023 now. All you have to do is follow the Winfield Creative on Instagram to be in the know as to when these recordings are happening. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.